0: six-pack double feature presents pick six where the guys round out a top five list with one extra horror sci-fi crappy sequels all the titles you know and love plus beer tell us your picks guys
1: right in front of my face that's where it's supposed to be that's how you know it's right
2: in front of my eyes no it's supposed to go in front of your mouth fuck you (laughs) that's how you know where where that's called a pop filter not a Fucking blink filter, contact lens, and a <laughs> blink filter. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what else? Been a minute since you sat in here. It's been a minute since I sat in here. uh Yeah. Goddamn COVID. <laughs> You're not six feet away from me, man. No,
1: I'm more than six inches.
2: I would fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh shit, gang, what's going on? Oh you're recording. Oh yeah. It's six pack double feature. I'm what is my name? Who am I? Bill. I'm Bill. And I'm he's Jerome. He's Steve. <laughs> Bill and Jerome. <laughs> Now everyone. Bill knows, and Jerry. Now everyone knows my. Uh, it's Nathan, name. Jerome, Eddie, and William Travis, or Jerry and Bill. <laughs> 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 now we're a bunch pretty, of forty-year-olds. That's fucking Jerry cool. Jerry and Bill. Jerry and Bill. Uh, oh shit. How you been, gang? Uh it's Six Pack Double Feature. We're doing a pick 6 today. We are. This is the first time Nathan and I, We're not going to talk about COVID too much cuz everybody has, but um and By the time you hear this it'll still be going on, I'm sure, but Oh yeah, uh, wait, 5, 6 or 7? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's dead in the streets. Toilet this is a- papers like gold now. On the TP standard. <laughs> on the TP standard. But uh the TMP 500 <laughs> and or it may be completely over. Uh and we may just be uh Broadcasting into the void of nothingness. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? We predicted twenty twenty would be okay, and here we are. As we record these, they're out of order. But uh what's today's one? Today. What are we doing today? Intense scenes. And you hey. asked me if mine were all horror related, because I was cutting one as You we were, were wigging out, it. but then I was like, it could be not horror, I don't know. It's So what's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, there's scenes that are just like there's a there's a well, there's an intensity to them. Why is there an intensity? Is it a musical cue? Is it is it acting? Is it all of the above?
1: Mine are basically scenes that you're either on the edge of your seat or you feel uncomfortable because you want whatever to end. You sure. know, you know, it's a different type of intensity, but I, it's. The,
2: I have it's two the clips, same. and they're both um, intense. Yes, oddly enough. <laughs> Um, the first one I was able to uh, record and, and edit before anybody got here, and I don't mind admitting that. And as we record this, I'm almost forty. And the second one, I had to just record. And the time people hear this, you will be forty. So, yeah, definitely, I'll be almost almost forty-one. Um, Jesus! Um, the second one, I had it's to just hit to record. The second one, I had to just hit record and walk out of the room because this movie still scares me. After it came out in 1992, and we'll get to it. But we hope you guys have been well. Yes. And we hope you guys uh, buy a t-shirt and a sticker. Here's hoping that we have things
1: available <laughs> on our site or on our Facebook. We have stickers. We have t-shirts. They don't make You just sounds. have to reach out to us. Yeah. We yeah. have an email. We have a Facebook page. What's our email? Uh, Sixpack.doublefeature at gmail.com. Because you wouldn't have remembered that one. But, if,
2: no. Because remember- you
1: screwed it up. Every time. Every time. And I, I was like, I'm going to have
2: to go reserve that email address now. <laughs> the one I remember is lisa.sixpack at gmail.com. And that's where you send chaser questions.
1: Correct. or Or a pick six that you want yeah, us to do. Yeah, a pick six you want us to record. And if we like it and know that we – or not even if we like it, but if it's something we can actually put a list together on. Sure. Because you may say, uh, we want to see your top six – Frank Langella movies. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I can –
2: I can name six. That doesn't. Really? Nec- no. I can name two, three. The Gift, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, and Butthole Pirate. It's <laughs> a callback to season one. Cutthroat Island. From my- What's your number six, buddy? <laughs> I love how this is like probably the. Just umpteenth episode in this pick six season, but it sounds like the first episode of but a season. But we haven't talked because in like three it's been months. So goddamn long, <laughs> and that's just three months. Also, real quick, uh, I'm having a Gansett. Neighbor, what are you having? I'm having a Gansett as yeah, well. It's the official, unofficial beer of Six Pack Double Feature.
0: It,
1: I doubt we'll get sponsorship, but who cares?
2: I, I, am just. Uh, just I would be our- happy. I would be happy with it. Please stop mentioning our name. You guys suck. <laughs>
1: I've listened to your show. It's It needs improvement.
2: As always, you have won the coin toss, good sir. What is your, I'm assuming, clip? Dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're a big cop. Really
0: funny. Really funny. Uh, what do you mean I'm funny? It's, it's funny, you know. It's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's <laughs> funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? <laughs> yeah, Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. Right? Oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just... You know, you're you're funny. <laughs> you mean... So? Let me understand this, because I you know. Maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean, funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Not just. You know how you tell a story. What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am
1: I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me.
2: Tell me what's funny. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here, Tommy.
1: (laughs) You motherfucker.
0: I almost had him. I almost had him. You stuttering prick, (laughs) Frankie, was he shaking? (laughs) I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that was... uh, Was that improv or was
1: I'm not entirely sure, but man, if it was, talk about just brilliance in that scene because you think he's going to turn on him. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just like good fellows, by the way, yeah, right? good fellows. <laughs> how funny am I? Is <laughs> how I listed it. But you, Tommy lights up that room. Just being just everybody, everybody's guy, funny guy, you know, and then it's just one comment. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck with Henry right now. Yeah. Let's see let's see how far I can take it. And he plays it. And everybody's just like, he's going to pull out his gun and kill him. And Just like gonna he did Spider-Spider. Carry, who's carrying the rest of this movie? Because <laughs> that's going to be weird. Because the story's kind of about Henry. And I don't think he dies here, but he might. Because that's what you feel, you know? But uh, can you imagine? I would... I'd told under pressure. <laughs> i told under the, Until like the
2: <laughs> third or fourth time I'd seen Goodfellas, I, I always told, I, I would have told you that that's when he kills Spider. Yeah. Because the, the buildup you hear on that until, you know, until it breaks, you think he's about to kill the person that said he's funny. Yeah. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. that was That's one of those ones where I'm just going to start off light intense and
2: maybe okay. move forward S- from so there. So you talk about. Angry little maybe Italian men. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it gets into my number six, which is also a clip
0: Where's Alice? Alice who? Her name is Renee. If she told you her name is Alice, she's lying And your name What the fuck is your name?
2: is when he's chasing him out with a video camera. He gets into his Mustang. He's trying to start it. He's walking closer and closer with the video camera. His hand is extended out. Been a minute since you saw Lost Highway? Yes. That scene, Robert Blake, Bill Pullman. Okay, Robert Blake. I it's, could, it's, I the, it's the scene after... It kind of starts... <laughs> the quote-unquote third act <laughs> in the Lynch <laughs> okay. film. It's after Bill Pullman turns into... I just forgot his name. It went blank on my screen. Remember how his character changes into a different person? Middle, yes. Mid, what is that guy's name? Robert Blake. No, the kid that Bill Pullman's character turns into. I can't remember. Nicolas Cage. Shh, no, we're not going to say that. But <laughs> Bill Pullman's character turns into... I keep wanting to say Giovanni Robisi. It's not him.
0: I think you mean both. Getty.
2: This is the scene when he first turns The guy back... who's not Giovanni Robisi. Correct. This is the scene when he first <laughs> turns back into Bill Pullman. And that, that music sting you hear at the beginning is him turning around and you're like, oh, fuck, it's Bill Pullman again. And then he sees Robert Blake and they go into that cabin, which is very Twin Peaks-esque. Right. And then it's that, what the fuck is your name? And he's just, he's pale with that, like, that, 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 um, ghoul makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it creeps the fuck out of me.
1: There's,
2: there's probably a scene,
1: like a scene or two like that in almost all of Lynch's movies. Mm-hmm. Even when they're not as serious, there's usually a couple of just, I'm out of my element and I don't know what's going to happen next, you know? And
2: that's what I love about, and David Lynch is, you love him or you hate him, it's I've never heard anyone say, like, he's okay. I fucking hate David Lynch. I fucking He seems like a pretty nice guy. (laughs) This is the man trying to make weird motion picture art movies, and all you can say is, He does. He does. Um, No, I saw that movie in the theater, and I was just...
1: It's been so long... uh, it would be like seeing it new for the first time yeah. again.
2: We talked about it in soundtracks okay. a couple of years ago. Uh, I just uh, Robert Blake's performance in that movie has just always been... Murderous? Well, no, that was his last performance. <laughs>
1: Allegedly. It was a killer performance. Allegedly. It was a manslaughtering performance. Mm, woman, actually. Well. She was a lady. Think. Lady <laughs> slaughtering performance.
2: Um, but Robert Blake as... I forget what he says his name is. He says his name at some point in the movie. In Nigel Montoya? Uh, no. But uh, his turn is the little um, troll dude in uh, Lost Highway asking Bill Pullman what the fuck his name is and kind of chasing him out with a video camera. That's my number six and tenth scene. And quick little bonus thing. David Lynch has stated uh, emphatically that Twin Peaks and Lost Highway exist in the same universe, so that bit of magic. Wouldn't
1: surprise me if almost all of his movies exist.
0: I don't think he puts Sand that universe. much thought into no, it. No,
2: I'm sure he doesn't. Those two, I, I feel like he did because all they're right. so similar. But anyway, that's my number six. What's your number five? My number five is
1: Cosmo with the Firecrackers and Boogie Nights. Been a minute. Okay. Since I've seen that. <laughs> I, I also like that I have a typo here and I have Booby Nights listed.
2: <laughs> Title also works. Yeah, it does.
1: <laughs> um, you have three different songs that play when uh, basically it's a drug deal gone wrong when uh Dirk Diggler shows up with John C. Riley's character and Real quick, and Thomas Jane. His name in this house is Donnie Dick Big. Uh, <laughs> Jamie calls him Donnie Dickbig. Dick, Dick Big instead of Big Dick? Okay. <laughs> uh, he goes to uh Alfred Molina as the drug dealer and they're all sitting there. Obviously shit's turned bad for all of them and they're trying to make a good deal to right? make some money. And so <laughs> Everybody's hopped up on coke, and Albert Molina's uh, character starts with a mixtape, and it goes from Sister Christian,
2: I remember, okay, I remember now, then into
1: Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield, and then into the Ninety Nine Red Balloons. (laughs) And in the process of one of those transitioning songs, before things go bad, there's just this guy walking around just. There's candles all over the house, uh-huh. and so he's just throwing around these little baby firecrackers, lights them, shine, pap, pap, and every time it goes off, they're just they're so. I remember that now. And then he just goes, "That's Cosmo. He's Chinese. <laughs> That's his only excuse for what he's doing." <laughs> but it, it, it's like 10 they invented or, it. It's like ten or twelve minutes long. Where it just. Is things that Paul go Thomas from,
2: Anderson? Yeah. Fucking great movie.
1: Yeah. It just goes from what's going on here to this doesn't look like things are going well to oh, things are going to just get. Is that. Turn horrible.
2: Is Dirk Diggler loosely based on John Holmes? Yeah. Okay. Because that's how he died was a drug deal gone bad, right? Uh, Which was. No, well, he called, died
1: from AIDS, but he was involved with a drug deal that, and murders. Okay. okay. On, um, and
2: that Val Kilmer yeah. movie is called Wonderland? Yes. Okay.
1: Good pull because I was having a hard time trying to... That
2: might be a good pairing at some point. That Yeah, it's been a while since Could I've be. seen
1: that, but I do remember enjoying uh, Wonderland. It was, it's dark, but it's good. I mean, good. Boogie Nights ain't it, a fucking toe tapper. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my number five. That's is, a good number is, five. Is Boogie Nights
2: <laughs> and Cosmo with the firecrackers. Boogie Nights. My number five is Paul's Boarded Escape in Misery. When he <laughs> right before she cracks his foot with a sledgehammer. Or cracks his ankle rather with okay. It's for the best. Um she's gone to do probably shopping or something. And he, he's like, okay, he's been studying her movements, you yeah. know. And it's the, the okay, okay, I've got he's this amount the, of time. W- yeah. And he's in the wheelchair. He doesn't know how to get out totally, but he's fuck it, I'm going for it. And goes for the crawl. And he just he, it's when he makes it back into the room and just he's sweating and it's just exactly. like he needs his drugs. That is butthole pucker worthy of an intense scene because you know, A, he's invalid basically. Uh huh. And B, she outweighs him by a good hundred pounds and then later proves that she can fuck him up. And his his terror and his, his anxiety and our anxiety is the viewer. Just, oh, man. it's And the, who did the score for that? I know you know. I
1: can't. I Not off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. Who directed it?
2: Uh actually that was Rob Reiner. Really? Yeah. Okay. William Goldman adapted that book okay. too. Um this, that scene is so perfectly edited and the score just uh, There's a
1: reason why it was nominated for several uh Academy Awards for that one. And why Top um, three roles for
2: um <sighs> can't Cat, name. Kathy Bates. No and, oh, James Conn. Oh, James Conn. Both. Kathy Bates, too, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean you see
1: when well, it's died. such an emasculating role to put him in. It's like, tough guy, that's James Conn. that's yeah. why it's so great.
2: When she, when she dies at the Oscars that year, that will be one of the cards on the, you know, that's one of the one she's going to be remembered for. Yeah. So, Paul trying to escape and faking it in misery. That's my number five. What's your number four?
0: Paul, do you know about the early days at the Kimberly Diamond Mines? Do you know what they did to the native workers who stole diamonds? Don't worry, they didn't kill them. That would be like junking a Mercedes just because it had a broken spring. No, if they caught them, they had to make sure they could go on working. But they also had to make sure they could never run away. The operation was called hobbling. Danny, whatever you think I'm not doing, please don't do it. God,
1: trust me. God's sake,
2: it's for
0: the best. Almost done, just one more. God, I love you.
2: Why am I sweating right now? Jesus. (laughs) Way to hide the fact that we crossed streams a little bit on that yeah, one. Yeah, because
1: uh, I was just like, oh, man, he picked Misery. Oh, he's going to... No, he went right before this. Se- okay, this leads in perfectly well. I'll readjust it from... Uh... That was great. You you played that one close to the chest. <laughs> it was number three. Now it's number four, since they're just kind of paired really well together, because they...
2: Well, it's funny. That you... one's
1: just as bad.
2: Oh, the, it's no, it's, the... it's in a different way. Yeah.
1: No, it's it's worse in some ways. Yeah. Because, because they
2: they don't flinch from the breaking his ankle at a right angle. Yeah, um, <laughs> he no longer has an ankle. Have it's you an read ankle. the book? Bu- have you read ankle. the book? No. Um,
1: it's, he it cuts or she off, off. She cuts off one of his feet. Ugh, it's called this hobbling. is worse. This I think, and that's why he. Yes and no. This because he wakes up and he has a foot missing in oh, the book. Okay. If I remember correctly,
2: this he lives through.
1: This one the... he experiences the hobbling. And what's worse is, is I had to watch that <laughs> again, because you see the first one, you don't see the second one, thank God. Just, one's enough. Yeah. The editor's like, one's enough. We'll just show them the first one. Because they're going to remember it when they hear
2: the second one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They'll know it. <laughs> uh, it's just it's perfectly built up and executed, resulting in a scene of pure cringe terror that practically that's practically impossible to forget.
2: I don't, uh, I remember it from the trailer from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Terrified me. And again, the score plays so just like, yeah, that's like a piece of
1: classical music. If I remember correctly, that's not that. I mean, sure. Yeah.
2: And she plays it so smooth, uh, very calm. God. God, I love you. <laughs> the There is no greater, like, almost, re- almost done. <laughs> There's no greater revenge kill than when he finally fucking kills her. Eat it, you bitch! And like, yeah. fucking makes her eat the fucking garbage book she's making him write. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. He still has nightmares at the end of the book where he thinks that she's still alive. And I would think you would. And that's what. It's called PTSD. But bro. then once he pushes past that, he doesn't think he's ever going to be able to write again after he wrote the story about this oh. in the book. And then. Have you something, read something? I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a short read. It's only it's a small read for King. It's only like three hundred pages. It's
2: <laughs> it's only a three hundred three thousand. I read
1: it about ten twelve years ago when I went up to see my parents for like a week, and I just had some spare time. And oh, it's so good. But he gets stuck down in the cellar. I remember uh, for that. like a couple of days uh-huh. in the book, uh-huh. and he ends up you know drinking his own piss because <laughs> I'll go thirsty. Nope, I'm good. Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, there's a lot of imagery mental imagery that just sticks with you in that book but it's it's really good
2: Stephen King one fucked up cat okay so that's your number f- I am thirsty four <laughs> <laughs> what's your number four my number four is also a clip from a movie that to this day we talked about earlier still terrifies me so here we go
0: very carefully you don't live here do you you're just a babysitter have you been upstairs in the last five minutes why i don't think you're alone in this house someone's upstairs i've seen them moving around through the windows you should get out of there now Julia. I never told you my name! Don't stay in there. I'm warning where are,
1: you. Where are you? What have you done with them?
0: I'm hiding in the bushes. Why? He's in there with you. Look into the living room.
2: And then this is the fucking part where she looks in the living room and she sees the guy with the fucking pea coat on all over his face, and he walks at her with the Frankenstein hands. What's the? When a stranger calls back. All right, and okay. motherfucker, the trailer still scares me <laughs> to this day. I've seen this movie one fucking time. I own it. because I borrowed of, it from you. It's and one you of said... the greatest fucking suspense movies, weird cop movies ever. Or at least for you, especially so because it gives me that what I think art should do it elicits in you a physical response, right, and the start of the clip made the hair on my legs stand up. <laughs> I fucking hate being alone at home when I feel like someone else is in the house with me, and oh man this if you don't know this movie, do you remember yeah. It's a sequel to the uh, 1979 – You gave me the it, movie. It's like a double disc of both movies or something. Or you had both. Maybe when a Stranger Calls was. and then this one, When, when a, stranger a Stranger Calls, calls Back. back. Um, just plays on that primal fear of the heebie-jeebies of like, I know I'm here by myself and somebody's watching me. Like, And it's the old, did you check the children? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, before cell phones, when you knew who was calling you. Because that was eventually the
1: play on when they would do, like, the call's coming from inside the that's house. That's what this movie that, comes play, from. Okay, but yeah. this
2: movie and Black Christmas are both based on a real case called the Babysitter, Babysitter murders. murders. Right. It happened in Missouri in, like, 1949. The call was literally coming from inside the house, and the guy killed her. And they, I don't think they ever solved it. So it's loosely based on true shit. But back before caller ID, my buddies would just call me out of the blue and say, Check on the baby, Yoast. And hang the fuck up. And it would scare the shit out of me. Doesn't work anymore, fuckers, just so you know. But um, (laughs) that scene. It can't work with caller ID on my cell phone, bastards. (laughs) Oh, look, Brock's calling me. I wonder what he wants.
1: (laughs) It was so much more fun to screw with your friends when it was just an analog phone line going to your house. Or you could prank. The good old days. Make prank calls. That was always fun.
2: I I want very badly to watch that movie again. Charles Durning's in it. He plays like a grizzled... Detective? Well, he's a, he he is in the original. Accountant? He <laughs> is in the original, and Carol Fled Kane is in the original. And they both reprised their roles in this 12, 13 years later. Um, and it's great. It's it's probably not as great as I remember it, but it's still the scary shit in it. It scares me enough that I, I truly, like, I get, like, it could be noon, okay, in July. Okay, so as much sunlight as you can fathom outside. If I watch this movie, I'm on the couch with a blanket around me until somebody else comes in this house. They like they supposed to be here. And then I know it's I know I'm not going to get murdered. That's to me that's the definition of intense because or maybe that's the definition of me being a gigantic bitch. But either way, that's my number 4. <laughs> <laughs> Julia all alone at home during um what was it when a stranger calls back? Correct. Which they also kind of Kyped some of that For um, Scream Right Yeah okay Which is why I didn't Really care for Scream
1: Because it was a ripoff Or it scared you Because it was Several ripoffs But Anyway That's my number four What's your number three sir My number three Is when Sally Escapes the house In the Texas Chainsaw Massacre (laughs) At the very end Yeah Because I I Never really paid attention She escapes escapes twice Well yes The the final escape um, After she loses Her fucking mind uh, I, I never really paid attention to Sally's cathartic es- escape until my most recent viewing when you said, watch this, watch this again. It's been a while. I think we need to talk about it. I think you'll look at it in a different line. I'm like, okay. So this past Halloween, I watched it again. I'm like, it's truly and honestly feels like she's not going to make it until that truck shows up. Uh, and just that release of endorphins when you're watching, like, like uh, all right, she got away. She's going to make it. She's going to make it. She is fucked up uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just that that release of like oh thank god this is over. <laughs> Why did I watch this again? D- did you? This is a mistake. Did your thoughts change after watching it? After? Yeah, I've seen it three times. I know we'll horror. Watch not it really... a fourth time at some point. Well, by the time you hear this, we've probably already talked about it most likely. Um, I know horror is not your necessarily your thing. No, but, but it's not not my thing either. From
2: a filmmaking standpoint. It's... Oh yeah,
1: it's from a filmmaking standpoint. It's it's really good, and yeah, and we'll have other thoughts and takes on this, but yeah, just that, yeah. just that, she's losing just her co- mind and just getting out. I think and, two
2: things when I see that scene when she's okay. in the back seat of that pickup truck: uh-huh. a, that blood would stink, and she would be so hot and sticky from that blood. Mm-hmm. And then I also go into filmmaking mode where it's like, oh my god, what is that blood? What is that fake blood made of? She must be so hot and sticky in that fake blood. That poor kid. I'm because
1: thinking I wonder what she's wondering what the inside of the walls are gonna look like in the mental institute. She's gonna spend the rest of her life I thought trying gonna, to heal. I
2: thought, gonna, I thought you were gonna say what's inside your butthole. Have you heard that song? I don't want to talk about that. I yes, love that I have. song. I love that kid. She's the best. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already know. Any further thoughts? No, that's that's it. Okay. So yeah, I I love that. That's a good one. The mm-hmm. the ending, the whole fuck that whole ending scene could be great too because yeah. it just ends on that that almost like they ran out of film. It
1: Makes wouldn't sense. surprise me if that was actually the that's case. I'm like possible. we wait, we're gonna have to buy another real... No, we'll just go until it stops. <laughs> okay, All right, that's a good Tobey. Hey! we got <sighs> we got <sighs> Drop my <notebook>. seven seconds.
2: <sighs> get it, get it, and that's it. We're done. Roll credits. My number three. Is Margie old son of a Gunderson interrupting Peter Stormare and his wood chipper? Oh, it's that whole and she's slowly and it's way pacing in the distance and you're like, God, oh Jesus, she's so vulnerable because she's pregnant. Yes. She's so like Jesus, is she gonna give birth here? You know, it again, perfect Cohen writing and pacing and editing. Just to build up to like surely she's going to take an administrative role in her job for the last month of her pregnancy right because she's not going to go out in the field and
1: it's like what's he doing oh and what's worse is just you hear it for like three minutes or two minutes building up way out in the distance yeah yeah.
2: and the music builds up with it and Mm -hmm. it crescendos and she pulls her gun and he looks at her like what the fuck and she points at her we always do it around the house here (laughs) points points at the the star star under her hat hat. sheriff and he's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, and then I'm and gonna run. run. And she pops a couple into him. You're like, "Okay, Margie's safe. That's all that's important." Fuck, show Walter. I
1: believe that was your uh,
2: friend there in the uh, uh, wood
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> But the reveal of that—I mean, you kind of figure out what's going on. But the reveal of it when you finally see his fucking like left foot sticking up upside down mm-hmm. out of the uh, <laughs> out of the wood chipper—it's the proper mix of suspense and comedy. Yeah. Which is again, Kyle? Why the Cohens write uh, perfect movies? Yeah. Um, yeah, not much, and brilliantly played by Francis McDormand. That's really good. And what Peter Stormare is? Peter, the, yeah. Peter Stormare. And um, assuming um, a it's foot. Steve Buscemi's foot. foot. Yeah, they they removed
1: <laughs> it just for that scene. Because he's funny looking. Uh, oh
2: fuck! I have uh, I have an extra clip for a next for for another one, but. Oh. Um, well, I'll drop it in, and we'll find it, and we'll do a thing. But that's coming Away? up later. Okay. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. I'm, I'm working ahead. Fuck Can off. I get to my number two?
1: What's your number two? Have you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? Darren Aronofsky? Oh,
2: I know. I'm familiar with You're the familiar movie. You're familiar with the movie. <laughs> have, <laughs> you,
1: have you watched or just only heard of it? Parts of it. Are you talking about? I'm talking about the final ten minutes of this movie. Um, hmm. For those that have not seen uh, Requiem for a Dream, it's it's been oh, – it's at least 20 years old it's now. It's about 20
2: years old, 20, 21 um, years old.
1: So there's going to be spoilers here because the last, uh, the last 10 minutes are super intense. Like it's just not letting up, uh, Darren, Ar- Darren, the Ar- Darren, Ar- Darren Aronofsky's, uh, addiction drama ends with an almost unbearable 10 minutes of almost kind of like a, a descent into their personal health where each individual each character. central character okay. succumbs to their vices. Okay. Um, Uh, Ellen Burstyn's character, she becomes a shell of her former self and has to go. She gets addicted to diet pills, which are basically speed. Sure. And uh, she decides that she needs to go or she decides or they decide for her that she needs to go through electroshock therapy. Ah. Um, Her son, Harry, played by Jared Leto, uh, has his infected arm amputated. Because he's shooting up heroin so much, and eventually there's this, this infection. I remember he can the only arm... shoot into it. Eventually, he has to have that. I remember
2: amputated. the I remember the arm scene and the baby on the ceiling. Um, no, that's train spotting. Okay, um, another heroin. Yeah, heroin. that'd be a uh, good pairing, actually.
1: That would be <laughs>
2: a real toe tapper for you. Yeah, guys. that'll
1: be super fun. Season 27, when we get to that, <laughs> uh, Harry's girlfriend, played by uh, Jennifer Connelly, uh, performs lewd sexual acts for drugs. Is that the double-headed dildo? Mm-hmm. Okay, Keith David is uh, is not. the guy that that answers the door, and she needs some smack. And unfortunately, what the, is the it? way? The only way that she she can was in problem
2: it. with the whole boyfriend woogie.
1: You get your bean from Frank. I, I, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Harry's best friend uh, Tyrone, played by Marlon Wayans, suffers from drug withdrawals in jail. So it's just utterly hypnotic montage with the score it's super depressing correct me but if there's ever a perfect anti-drug movie out there I think this is the one that people need to see Is this ever
2: thinking about wanting to uh, try heroin yeah is this not Marlon Wayne's probably best role ever possibly yes because he's I, I've truly I Other think I've seen what? parts of this White I Chicks I don't know was he in that one I can't remember I think he had an Oscar nod for White Chicks didn't he I don't know what else I don't know a lot of what he's done lately. It's most uh, lately I don't know. Well he was in G.I. Joe. Yeah, that's not something to write home about (laughs) to your seventeen or eighteen brothers and sisters. (laughs) What if okay, now picture it. I don't want to an episode of Family Feud. The Wayans and the (laughs) Baldwins. That would be fun. I would watch that. Or or, change the show like Double Dare. WWE like family fright fight night. An all-out brawl between the weigh-ins and the bald ones. I'm putting when, my money on the weigh-ins. I think, I think they've probably stayed more physically fit. Yeah. And there's more of them. There's like, yeah. There's only like four bald ones. But if you're talking about Way in bald ones yeah. because Alec takes three or four people alone. Steven's gotten up there and... He's he's a little pudgy. Yeah. yeah a little doughy. A <laughs> little <old> doughy. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's my my number 2 is Requiem for a Dream. Uh just that last
2: 10 minutes just they don't
1: they don't let you up, they don't let up. They don't let up until it's he's done.
2: I purposely avoided that movie because I know how dark and intense it is and Yeah, I, I,
1: it's so good, but I can understand why you would not want to see it too. That's a good pick.
2: Um as I said, um I have a secret clip that I forgot about. Here's my number 2.
0: This tip is how you got it in your head. That Rick is the Zodiac. That and the poster. The poster. The the poster that Rick drew. The handwriting is the closest that we have ever come to a match. Rick didn't draw any posters. No, he drew this one. Mr. Graysmith, I do the posters myself. It's my handwriting. I won't... I won't take any more of your time. Why don't I just go and find out when we play that film? But that's all right. It's not a problem. They're just down in the basement. Not many people have basements in California. I do. Coming, in, Mr. Graysman. original Studio One sheets I always kept for myself. Cheapo knockoffs like you brought today. I end up tossing into the back alley. Sanders Game ran in May 69. So that would be about nine weeks before the first Zodiac correct? Uh yeah. Do you think you saw the film in our theater and was inspired? Are you sure there's nobody else in the house? Would you like to go upstairs, wouldn't you? Thank you. Good night, Mr. Graysmith.
2: I know that one ran a little long, but it's Fincher, and you... It's from Zodiac, and you have to let that whole thing build up, because you realize that it's very possible that your main character is in the room investigating the zodiac with the zodiac but he doesn't know it could be the zodiac with Roger Rabbit with Roger Rabbit yes well you, you,
1: uh, well you stole my number one <laughs> no shit <laughs> <laughs> specifically yeah i put on my i put my headphones on a little bit early when you were starting to load up the clip and uh-huh. all i heard was zodiac and i'm like mother Puss bucket, <laughs> did he take my? Yeah, he took my number one. So I'll save you some time. We don't have to play the clip twice because <laughs> I'm already a little on edge. And I didn't watch it. I only heard it.
2: You were acting out shit
1: too. Like, yeah, I, you've seen I watched it more than it, I have. But. I've seen it more than you have, but I haven't watched it in a while. But I watched the clip not too long ago, and I was just sitting here going, "What are some really intense?" Scenes. I'm trying to go. So full disclosure. I had three. Was this an audible? Did you change? No. This, or this was one of. Okay. This was
2: one of the three when we talked about doing intense okay. scenes. This is what popped into my head: the Zodiac, um, Lost Highway, and When a Stranger Calls Back. Those were the ones that were like boom, boom, and boom. Those are ride or die. So this wasn't an audible. This okay. Was, that's why this one's so close at the top for me. Oh man. Yeah, that's why it's
1: at the top or bottom, depending on which way you look at the. What
2: you, dear audience, what you know or may not know about the zodiac, I I don't know, but they don't know who caught the guy, which is what makes it even that much more freaky. Because there's there's compelling evidence for a couple of different characters in that, yeah, characters characters in
1: the movie movie, or the book. Man, I, I wouldn't recommend trying to read the book; just watch the movie yeah because or you the could book listen, is really there's several to get several
2: podcasts out there you could listen to, <laughs> yeah um god
1: you just you don't know whether or not Bob is mixed up, and then it was just that that reveal we go down in the basement and you're like, not many people in California well, have, have basements, well, I have a basement, Mr. Graysmith,
2: <laughs> and he cuts the light off, yeah, <laughs> oh, oh God, damn it dude, I mean, and it's 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 carved perfectly into celluloid by David Fincher, yeah. No one else could have directed this movie that well.
1: Well, and the sound design is so great because they play with the guy making a cup of tea, and so the tea kettle is slowly reaching its peak yeah. whistle, and you're just like, uh, uh, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Get out. <laughs> He's going to kill, kill you. you. <laughs> Please, Please get out. No. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, What is the actor's
2: name? You don't see him in a lot. Damn it, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you his name. um, Yeah. Hey, Siri. I'm here. Who did the voice of Roger Rabbit? I find this on the web for play. Who did the voice of Roger Rabbit? Charles Fleischer. Charles. Charles Charles Fleischer. Because I read it off your phone. Yes, (laughs) I'm lucky I read it. My Siri is Irish, and she doesn't take any shit. Um, I changed my Siri from Australian female to Irish female (laughs) when I got a new phone last month. Half the time, it's in the bag. No, I just thought chicken. it would I thought it would be more fun if I would – hey, Siri, search Google for Jennifer Aniston uh, swimsuit pictures, and she would say, oh, no, I don't think you want to be looking at that now, do you? <laughs> which is kind of why I did it. And Irish female is a new option, so that's why I did it. Sorry, did not mean to derail from my number two, your number one, which We've is – We've crossed
1: paths twice, so my number one is the basement <laughs> scene in Zodiac as well.
2: That's so good. Uh, it, it make dude. It gives me chills. Mm-hmm. So what's your number one? Well, my number one. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me quizzically. You look like you look like it sounds familiar.
1: I, I, it only sounds familiar, and then you said it was Danny Elfman. It is and, Danny Elfman. And then I said, is it
2: 80s Danny Elfman? And you went, absolutely it's 80s Danny Elfman. It's 1986 Danny Elfman. I
1: don't know what this is, though.
2: This and it is didn't the, sound familiar. This is the bicycle nightmare freakout scene from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Why. I was almost said <laughs>
1: Pee-wee's Big Adventure because it's like the only Tim Burton movie of that I haven't seen that I should have seen a while ago, you know?
2: It's absolutely not intense now, but when you're seven and you're watching your good friend Pee-wee, bicycle nightmare scene, have a dream where his bicycle is being operated on, and then it's it, it's not a good... The outcome isn't good, and the bicycle gets forklifted over to the devil, and the devil drops it into a cauldron around dancing demons, and then the devil looks, breaks the fourth wall at you, and the devil is Francis, and he's big fat-ass Francis, fucking intense man now okay as a kid I was a bit of a pussy <laughs> <laughs> w- weren't we all usually as kids you and I were I think other people would probably tough this most out most kids I think Brock probably tough this movie out just fine but uh <laughs> Pee Wee's Nightmare Biko Out is my number one it's a there's a lot of good – dude, you should re- – I'm going to let you borrow this movie today. Okay. When you leave. All right. And you need to watch it objectively. Oh, yeah. I'll watch it. There's... I'll watch anything earlier Tim Burton more objectively than later. Yeah. This is good Tim Burton. If you can get around Pee Wee – some people don't like Pee Wee. I'll there's get a lot... past it. I'll get past it. There's a lot of Tim Burton aesthetic stuff that – I mean, sh- some of this shit was lifted straight for the next movie, which is Beetlejuice. Okay. But there's like there's evil clowns. I don't know where the clowns come from. I actually don't know where the clowns come from. The clowns come from the mall where the bike got stolen in the first place. But I can tell I'm confusing you. Uh, Pee-wee's Nightmare Biko Freakout <laughs> is my number one. I, I put it down in honorable mention. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I almost picked the climax in Back to the Future. That is intense. Uh, but we've talked about that ad nauseum. A lot of times. And so I feel like it would have been a cop-out. And cheating, so I chose not to
2: start. 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 That Brock is why I chose Kit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he'll remember this. Is, this is going to be not the fucking Delorean. Year. <laughs> there was a question posited to us privately: which '80s car would, would you, you choose? Choose. And it was Ecto One, the A Team van.
1: Right. There were two different Ferraris. It was Magna P.I.'s Ferrari and the Ferrari from Miami Vice. Oh yeah. Um, the Delorean, the DM12 and then also kit night rider from night rider um there may have been one more oh hold on you know what give me a moment Pull i'm going to confirm to make sure oh in uh, the general lee
2: oh yeah yeah
1: racism on wheels <laughs> <laughs> It's much more now. So, then much more. Yeah. was uh, yeah, the picture I, I showed you? The General Grant. <laughs> 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 You're like, I'd fuck that. I'd drive that. <laughs> was it like a
2: blue Nova with an American flag on top? It may have been very similar, but it was definitely uh, blue. I'd drive the fuck out of the General Grant. Uh, um, and I chose Kit. And I
1: chose Kit. And Brock said, fucking time machine. And I'm like, that doesn't always start.
2: <laughs> Even in the real world, yeah, they don't always start. But yeah. he wanted to go
1: back and. Slap his uh, earlier self, fix fix some things. I can understand why. I can, but yeah. he won't be able to go back after. He'll just be
2: he'll be stuck in the past with his fucked up self. <laughs> he'll Talking raise, about maybe he'll, just, maybe he'll just raise himself. <laughs> Talking about Marilyn Manson and Psychotica <laughs> Records all day. Hey, me, what's up? You check out that Antichrist superstar yet? Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, I'm gonna go to the mall. All right, fuck. What am I gonna do? This is Brock Twilight Zone Theater, everybody. <laughs> anyway, Nathan and I chose Kit from Knight Rider because, hey, why not? It's Kit. Autonomous fucking and like, friend. Yeah. He can drive you around. We don't know what's next
1: coming up in the list like we never do for the I mean, I can
2: tell you what's coming up next in my list here, but I'm not going to say that it's the next airing episode. Yeah. So there's that. So we hope you guys enjoyed this very clip-heavy episode uh and very stream-crossing episode. Sorry about that. Um At least it didn't end the world with us crossing the streams. be very bad. Mm-hmm. Bad? Imagine all life, as you know, simultaneously ending. <laughs> right. So don't cross the streams. That's what happened. Somebody crossed the streams in 2019. We did when we went to the future in 2020 with the Back to the Future episode. <laughs> oh fuck! It's no. our fault. What if we really did it? Uh, I don't think so. All right, Christ! All right. Was someone eating a bat. <laughs> from a wet. You know what? It. I'll yeah. say this too. <laughs> Ozzy bit the head off a raw bat, and this didn't happen. Was it a bat or was it chicken? Both. Well, Alice Cooper ripped up a chicken. Ozzy bit the head off of a dove and a bat. So Still didn't happen.
0: It so that took a while
2: that took a while anyway <laughs> we will be back next week kids with a uh, far less rambling episode perhaps perhaps not who knows in the meantime he's Bill he's Jerry <laughs>
1: stay off the moors
0: Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec
1: Media production you can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature podcast and on
2: Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature they aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb
0: Scoot, I said leave now.